board from bingstars.net how are you rob i'm good all right you stayed up late last night with us watch watching the old andor show we're gonna get to that review and at one o'clock i can share my opinion my social media impressions of willow and uh, i will oh. do that three tweets i don't I don't know. I, I'm allowed to talk about three episodes, and uh, so I'm assuming that means three tweets. So I'll have three tweets at, uh, at 1 o'clock, and then you'll know how I feel. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. So like the video, please. And right here is a link to the Spotify Anchor um, thing. I put it in the chat here, and uh, you could use that to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you want. Or you could get the RSS link from that link. And put that in whatever podcatcher you use if you use some other podcast app or whatever. So, uh, 
Yeah, but basically, uh, we stayed up late last night. Rob was up last night, but he wasn't on the show because he said, I don't want anybody getting in the way of my opinions. So what do you think of the what do you think of that? By anybody, I mean James. No, no. Oh, <laughs> you, James. Yeah. Let's get that. Just for the record, James says he thinks David Hasselhoff could easily replace Stellan Skarsgård in the role of Luther. So. Well, he's not wrong. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing that David Hasselhoff can't do. <laughs> well, yeah. Pay his taxes, maybe. Uh, so, what do I think of the episode? Uh, I like it. I like it. Breaks my heart. It's breaking yeah. my heart. The uh, first off, your uh, <laughs> your your spoilish info yesterday was spot on. <laughs> right. In case anybody needs a little little show confirmation, little show confirmation. <laughs> so. Uh, but like any other bit of news you get ahead of time, seeing it actually play out, it's a whole nother thing, right? Yep. So um, that's why spoilers. I only are have okay. one. I only have one gripe, and then I'm going to gush about the episode. Though. My only gripe is the two alien, the two fishing aliens. Yeah, it's a little hard to understand that dude, and subtitles would have helped. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I had subtitles I on. And it, on. Yeah, I had subtitles on for the episode, and that's the only reason why it was coherent to me. Yeah, and uh, but when we get to two tubes and he's got subtitles, it's easy, no problems. So, yeah, yeah I just think that, um, that would be my only thing. My sister Baymax was in the chat last night and uh, actually knew what dial what dialect that was. Nice. Not it's not a Star Wars thing. It's like it's like fucking what you know, Bespin Bolton speaking over in Wells or some shit. I don't remember what it was, but he he knew what it was. And uh, so, yeah, there's like um, a lot of the characters and stuff like you could tell that that the region in which they film those things is kind of influencing some of that stuff in these episodes. But um, which is fine. I just mm-hmm. think for an alien, though, it's like we're like time was kind of of the essence and they're both already in like a net. You know what I mean? I think they're both beat up physically. They're not in the best mind space to also be <laughs> like I get maybe Andor. he's been around. Right. So he'll he might understand some weird dialects. But uh, Mel- Melchi, Melchi, M- Melchi. I don't know if Melchi's Melchi. so on the hip about that sort of thing. But that would be it. You know, that's a super minor. But that's just Star Wars in general. I just think the aliens sound better when they're speaking alien languages and stuff. So they say it's Cornish. Baymax and Nick are saying it's Cornish. It's uh, just down the just down the down the street in South Space. Um, yeah, I, yeah, but they, they could have been speaking Huddies and it would have been fine with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, super, super good. And that BMO's breaking my heart, bro. Breaking my heart. So yeah, so we we so we start off with the uh, with the episode with the dead body of Merva being dragged out, not dragged out, but not dr- being no. being prepped to be removed from her her home. She didn't die in a um, rebellious act. She didn't she didn't suicide bomb the the capital saying Allah Amiral Akbar or anything like that. <laughs> she just fucking straight up fucking just died. But I think she's a little bit more clever than that. And if you watch yesterday's spoiler re- review, there there will be something. But there's we won't we won't be talking about that stuff uh in the main part of this episode for sure. Okay. So if you've seen right. the episode and you don't want to know anything about the next episode, if, if we do go into that stuff, we'll go into it at the end. If we even do, I don't know if we will. I don't know if we'll need to. But um, so we start off with our boys with dead body, and we got we got um 
we got our 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 dudes hanging out on the side of a cliff, which uh, you know, I'm not somebody with I don't think with high anxiety who's like, oh my god, but fuck, I hated that. That was like I was like, come on, can we just get past this? I don't like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like like, and I don't know if you. To be the fair, first... they didn't like it much either, Jason. Right. You know? The yeah, first time you see it, at least if you watch it in the middle of the night, like like we did last night, it might you might miss that their fingernails and toenails are bleeding and stuff. Yeah, like it's not cool, and uh, <laughs> it's not fun. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I like that if that the escape wasn't just well we made it now here we are it wasn't so easy but also they didn't make it into a big deal that took you know 45 minutes which would which yeah luck does play a factor and i don't mind luck it's it's when characters always get out with luck you know always get by on unless that's their mutant power right like domino but uh, (laughs) yeah you you know what you know so so then the, the the boys see see the 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 ship from episode seven that Ray and Finn go for that gets blown up. And then they mm-hmm. instead go for the, the quad jumper and they, um, the guys catch them in a fishing net, which I really liked because the whole time we have the empire treating our boys as commodities. They ask, they ask um, Bix, are you a fish or a thief? Either way, you're not yeah. a person. You're not a human. You're either a fish or a thief. And and to, to them, and uh, they get caught in a fishing net. I mean, that can't have been on accident. They invented a new whole fake fishing net for this, and that's made out of some disgusting looking goop of some terror kind. Root. Looks like terror root, like a like uh-huh. a spring roll, like a big okay. old spring roll. Yeah. Oh shit, that sounds kind of good right now. So maybe maybe a big old bowl of pho. I bet yeah. pho tastes good in Star yeah, Wars. Some peanut sauce and shit. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit of peanut sauce. Yeah. I like to put a little sriracha in the peanut sauce too sometimes and make it a little spicy. Oh, yeah. But um yeah. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> you um, just lost five people. They went out to go eat. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's lunchtime. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then so so then we 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 move on and we we kind of get Dedra really making her first mistake in the whole series, her first miscalculation. Um, because obviously letting these people amass in this situation is not going to be good. And, but she's like basically telling them we want a funeral, limit the amount of people who could go to it, which is her taking precautions to not be be completely stupid about it though. She wasn't like, let everybody come to the funeral. Let's, let's cater it. She wasn't, she wasn't saying that she was like, let's because we want, (laughs) we want to, we want to bring Andor out. So we, so we just need it to be comfortable enough. (coughs) Excuse me. That it seems okay. We allowed the so, canapes, you know. But <laughs> like, we right, got okay. we got we got the return of Rick's Road. They want to close that shit. You can't close Rick's Road. What are you doing? You know what that's gonna do? Roads where we're going. We don't need Rick's. Rick's. Rick's on Rick's. So, uh, so anyways, yeah. Then we we end up going back to the old to the to the to, the, to fishermen, and um, a lot of people were struggling with this before the same reason that you what you mentioned about the dialect versus subtitles and all of that stuff because he's sort of just it's speaking a little bit dopey with a weird accent to us if we're if you're if you're an american it's confusing and we didn't know what they were saying for the most part i knew because of the subtitles and so if you watch that scene again but basically those guys are fishermen 
the prison has polluted the water. When they say, when they realize that they're from the prison, at first they seem a little pissed at them. Then they realize that the fishermen realize that they're the prisoners and it's the empire. And they're like, oh, the empire kills people. Empire doesn't care. The empire doesn't care who they kill. And then they're like, oh, you're, you're, you know, basically being hurt by them too. Okay. Where, where do you want to go? And then he's like, Nemos. And then they're like, okay. And he's like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, I like the party. Cool. I like yeah. The yeah. You imagine yeah. that junkie ship showing up and I know, know right? Posh players. Like, yeah. 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 And then uh I suspect they dropped them off outside of Nemos. <laughs> and they were like, You're gonna have to walk in. But yeah. You know, like, we're gonna set off a red flag. We come. The hillbilly fishermen show up. <laughs> we, we have the implication of time having passed on two fronts because we have him breaking into the house, which we don't see him breaking into his old house to get his stuff. And then later on when we when we see Melchi, he has like some cool tour- tourist clothes on. And right. I don't. Maybe Cassian. I don't. I don't. I'm guessing Cassian's personal items are gone, except for this the uh, safety box that he had up top. So they they had to have stolen clothes. There was a whole thing that we just don't see on, on screen, which which is great. I don't need to see that stuff. But um, yeah, the uh, the fisher fishermen, you know, they help, and then that was their contribution to galactic history. That guy will will, will stop the Death Star someday. Good work, fishermen. You did your part. We, every little act of kindness counts <laughs> and um and then we we go over to uh clea and vel and by the way really quickly there's there's been and i'm not saying anybody's wrong for their opinion on on pacing or anything like that if it felt slow to you it felt slow, slow to you so much is going on in these episodes that's going on very calmly and in a hushed tone that i think people get the impression that it's slow but fuck there's a lot of content in this this episode that and it actually, if it was plotting, it would be tedious, but it, the, the, it does. Okay. It's just that yeah. we have all the, we have all of these, all of these little character moments that can't be left behind in this episode. Yeah. To give some context, like I, I started watching house of dragon like last week, you know, and, and you know, I'm about halfway through it and I'm like, Hey, look, this is cool. Yeah. But it's like, if you just took one geopolitical part of game of Thrones and latched onto it versus telling like four or five, the way that show did. Right. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. If this is doing like four or five, six, seven things, it's just doing it in such a competent way. You, I think people are taking it completely for granted that, oh, it's super good. No, it's, they made you, so you do understand it, that that's the miracle because like in far less capable hands, you're just, it's not going to work. Like, I want yeah. Allison Hightower and Bix to have a show together for personal reasons. Um Anyways, <laughs> if that's the show, it's called Personal Reasons. <laughs> it's called Personal Reasons. Personal uh oh, yeah. what happens when one princess and a space princess are sucked into a time warp? All right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <It's sucked>. yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> so so yeah, but Clea, Clea and Vel, sort of weird. Um, a couple of things I could glean from it, which is was just sort of strange that. I don't know. I don't know if there. If, I don't know if there's something to pull out of this or not. But if you notice, Vel is like wanting to see um, Luthen, and she says, "I'll make sure." Clea says, "I'll make sure he knows you told me," and then she's pleased. It's like they're vying for his approval. Yeah, I just thought that was a little bit 
a little bit strange because in this episode, as it goes on, we start to see that our rebel friends have a lot of what was brought up by Luthen in the previous episode, that ego, sort of ego and pride, are at play still for these people. They're, they're, well, Jason, they're proud you, with ego. You've never ran a harem of rebellion mercenary fighter women? I mean, perhaps now uh, you'll you'll appreciate Pete Davidson's plight in life. You know I, can't, I, mean? Maybe you'll, I can't talk what? about that. <laughs> Yeah, Luther yeah. does. You know, I'll I'll make sure he he get they, they get the word. You know, I'll make sure. I'd like to see Pete Davidson try and do that with this penis instead of that giant one he apparently has. <laughs> um, um. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So, so the the, the clear vel vel conversation, I think, could be setting up things for for season two, that that may be important later, about where these characters end up and why. And uh, I don't. I also don't know if people really notice, but Kalia gives her version of the of his speech. I don't. I can't quote it, but I could paraphrase it. And it's basically like, "Oh, you did all Donnie, bitch. I'm doing all Donnie every day." That was kind of like what she was saying about it. And um, we have we have her, we have uh, Vale wanting credit for all Donnie. And we also um, pretty soon have Andor accepting credit for Eldani to mom, even though she's dead. And so it's like he's try he tries to later on, which which we'll get to. But people are like, it's like here we cut, are now. Cut back There's to that little... scene and cut back to that scene in Eldani when they're like, "Are you there? Are you we doing it?" And she's like, "Are you there? Are we doing it?" And then once it goes through, it's, man, I was there doing it. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think I the odds are? When, <laughs> when you have what? What was that? Was what was it? Uh, Clayborn? What was the other movie by by him? By Michael Clayton. Michael Clayton, Dolores Claiborne. Um, I think Aldani Brasco was the original name of the show, and they were like, "No, you can't do it." He likes he likes oh, those like yeah. names. He really, likes those. You really worked that Donnie. Brad, I did. Donnie. I did it. Yeah, I made yeah, it happen. You worked that one backwards. That's how I love Thunder was. I get it. I like it. So, and then um, and then we cut over to Bix being interrogated about Krieger, and she doesn't really say anything, but it's like she's so fucked up that it seems like they are accepting that that as like fingering the guy yeah i said fingering the guy they are kind of accepting that but why is that important you know why that's important because luthan will fucking kill you if that guy takes the fall for it and then later on they believe that he is access and they believe that bix is the one who, who said so that allows bix to live otherwise bix has to die Bakes it would it would become a plot point, a loose thread that it would not make any sense to let Bakes live. That's and, the uh, uh, new anthology series that they're putting together, Jason. It's called Star Wars Loose Threads. <laughs> loose threads. Things that have been left over. We're gonna get it all out in one <laughs> one or two seasons. So everyone shuts up. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So anyway, so so also another important moment because when when that stuff goes down later on it's it, like i said this this makes everything start to sit all okay now let's talk about a little bit about mon mothma's daughter and and your interpretation of it 
because we I have, have Mothma's daughter is chanting about being tied and tethered. It's in the knot is the binding, in the knot in the binding, and all that shit. When so, I was a kid, I was uh, in high school. I had this girlfriend, uh, and her family was one of them homeschooling Amway Republican families, you know? But finally, okay. they were like, they had a bunch of daughters, and they all had to finally go to school because they couldn't manage it, right? And um, right. fine. But what would happen is is the, they, they were all fairly liberal at school, but then once a year... They go to this Bible camp, Jason, and they all come yeah. back like this. <laughs> Vacation <laughs> Bible School. And I and I couldn't go anywhere, so I was the only one who never went. And I was like, oh, I lost all my friends again for like uh, about a month, you know, yeah. about a month. Then they'd snap out of it just in time for homecoming, and and I'll get back on with life. But yeah, just yeah. in time to so not be like, fun at after the dance. Jesus. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> 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 still bitter about it you know but whatever so yeah well uh i'll let you finish up and then i'll i'll give my take on this like if you have anything yeah else and, and and by the way i don't have like a fucking like hard fast take on it i don't think there's like a right answer based off of the evidence i've looked at it like twice now but um i'm brought it brings my mind to you know like wedding rings i guess we wear wedding rings because back in the day they used to like tie your finger together with a piece of string during like a wedding ceremony I jason i don't <laughs> they do it in the robin hood prince of thieves movie now you know yeah, yeah that's um, why i showed her that movie and she's like oh fuck that oh she's like fuck i want to get married to kevin costner mom huh? the old ways hey, look, I, look, um, Dave, me first but you know <laughs> so anyway so so yeah, so so my, my my take on it though is in the knot in in the binding stuff is basically talking about getting married and and how in being married is is the way and i guess having children really young i i don't know how old mon mothma's supposed to be so but i assume she gets married at 16 she becomes a senator around 16 so i'm gonna guess she didn't wait until she was 33 to start having kids right and so it it to me sounds like it could be a little bit about making more babies which is making more tendulins which is propping up a power structure that's clearly based it's clearly like a class-based structure because she's at the top of it and um and i think that it that it's also a form of control and i think that it would be improved approved by the imperials therefore they're pushing those old ways on coruscant because it is compliant with the imperials imperial aims or whatever and what was your take rob well, okay, so one, I just want to say, throughout the entire series, anytime her daughter and her are having a, a, a visual moment, not like a direct dialogue moment, it's it's left very ambiguous on purpose, I think. Like, so we were saying in this episode, the only, I had this belief that, you know, she's basically doing this because she knows it drives her mom nuts. Like, and I'm not saying right. that she doesn't care for it, but... My confirmation of that was just one. I've seen this before, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I see, <laughs> got a little experience with this. So, um, two, yeah, there is that scene where she looks and she sees her mom is clearly in distress. Like, and it, had she had a smirk, then yeah, but then that would become Machiavellian. You know what I mean? So it's more complex. I think she her she completely buys into it, but you buy into something because that gives you power. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's that rebellious part. And I was saying like this show is about various forms of rebellion, big and small. 
this is her daughter's rebellion and it's not so great i mean it's a it's another it's another like hey you know you're defying your parents at the expense of you know what i mean your own future and so it's not that it's this particular uh traditional thing i mean her buddy tay is in a traditional chandrill and baking atmosphere right Mm -hmm. it's that she's she's her daughter is is living the future that she had hoped she wouldn't i can imagine maybe there's a version of this where you know she becomes a senator to get away from that and raise her family away from the planet and she can't escape that right and it's the same way that you can't escape the empire some things you can't escape she's in an apartment that is decked in chandril and like traditional ornament stuff like tay was talking about look it's really well, you kept this really uh, old school, huh? And she's like, well, you know, we have to, you know, we represent the planet. So the apartment has to look like the, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, this is, it's a form of like, um, also like when you were saying how like, you know, maybe they're being like indoctrinated or encouraged to or something. I just think it's a form of like, when you're away from something, you can, you can get that whole like, oh, the other place is better right mm-hmm. the other place is better than this and i mean she's surrounded by like the best version of this right look at how great this is i mean i like my dad what's wrong with marrying a guy like my dad you know it's my mom that has the problem with it i don't have a problem with it you know and everything is great but she doesn't know the reality of the world she has a very very closed off you know interpretive like defiant view of that so. with with the, with like with like your reading of it i think her in the earlier episodes her mother she's like like basically like why do you care like you're not around you're just doing your other thing for other people not not me and so yeah, real chandril and mom would be around <laughs> well, well and probably yeah that's probably what she yeah. thinks and, and and when she's doing that mom is staring at her crying but mom is still staring at her you know she still has mom she's not mom making any concerns too you know and looking yeah. at her yeah yeah so there there yeah. there is still that 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 is still a part of it so, yeah, you, you, I, I'm curious to see what they end up, where they end up taking this, like, you know, in the, in the big picture. It's minimal, but it's one of those things I can imagine very easily 80% of the audience not caring or picking up on any of it. But this is one of those things where I'm like, it's a very human experience. And if you've had this experience, you're getting way more out of it. And yeah. that's really what I'm looking for in anything I watch. It is whether it's Transformers, right? Right? Some crazy robots, whether it's a Indiana Jones, whether it's freaking snorks, you know, like I just want mm-hmm. a little bit of a human experience makes it more, you know, it's a difference between a Zack Snyder Batman fight and Robert Pattinson calmly walking through police officers in a murder scene, right? And everyone's yeah. staring at him. Like, like that's the difference, you know. So and I think this is one of those. Silence speaks uh, volumes, kind of. Bit, right. right? Mm. My 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 big critique of the episode is just that it people are having b- bad calls in this episode, and it's like they haven't had bad bad calls on the phone, like communications disruptions this whole time. No, no steel bibble moments the whole time, and in this one, there's like two. And I just thought that was like a little bit like, well, it was on your brain and you couldn't drop it, so you kept adding it as, as a, as a, as a reason to make scenes interesting or less pedestrian. Or but... it's a thematic, it's a visual thematic, it's a theme being played out visually in that um, signals are being com- uh, screwed up, right, or being miscommunicated. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and you could see that in this thing. Her daughter adhering to this thing that's going to not make her life ultimately better. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, we're just going to run with that, right? Like if we take Mon Mothra as an honest person, we haven't seen her, you know, do anything dishonestly, then it's really mm-hmm. not good for her. And so this signal is crossed. This signal is mixed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's distorted. It's just a, yeah, I, I'm always like interested in that sort of thing. And that's the downside that the only place I think we'll get that is maybe if we're lucky enough for Jeff Goldsmith to ask Gilroy that sort of shit. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. But we just don't have enough of these kind of interviews, you know what I mean? To get a, a, my dream, which will probably won't happen, but my dream is that yeah, Tony Gilroy adds commentary tracks to these on Disney Plus. It probably won't happen, but I would love if well, that did Jeff happen. also does a print magazine. And in the magazine, mm-hmm. or it's available on like iPad shit too. Finally, hold, hold on. Um, print is dead. Thank you. Yeah, Go on. He, it's on. I know it's it's on. It's there's a digital version, but in uh, there, I just, he'll I just put like, way I just like more Egon. extended. He'll put way more extended interviews. Okay. So like, like he did a whole thing with Quentin Tarantino on the show, but it was like forty minutes. But the interview in the magazine is super long. So I'm hoping that when this is done, that's where we'll get, you know. Because when it's in print, you know, and it's going to be in a niche market, they're more open. And I think, you know, and, you know, here's the official studio commentary. And then they're like, oh, I really like those audio commentary, Jason. We're like, oh, remember that person? Oh, they're great to work with on set. <laughs> oh, they're just, oh, just a play. Oh, they're, they're so good. Look at them. You're like, this fucking shit. That's <laughs> not what we want, Jason. You ever, you ever afraid that maybe when you're sleeping, Cassie and sneaking into your room, walking around, selling shit that you left there? He's the one giving me the heart palpitations, Jason. <laughs> it's, <Cassie. laughs> it's old Cassie. Be the death Andor. of me. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. I thought for sure he was going to wake those people up. <laughs> and like when he, when his like phone opens up, it's like tyranny report or something comes on. I was like, what is that? Is that like his fucking radio show he listens to, or is it like an imperial thing where they're like, there's bad uh, stuff twatter. going on. No, it's called twatter. It's porger. Porger. It would be called porger. <laughs> right? Uh, Rian's writing that down right now. That's good <laughs> porger. Really yeah, good he's stuff. like, you know what? He's all Twitter's going down. Porger. Let's do it. Mm. So so then we uh um Luthen lands at the partisan base. Um he walks and he has a giant pepper shaker in his hand. And people keep thinking that it's uh, his lightsaber. Um, it's the fucking cane that he's had the whole series, the whole time. Yeah. Stop with that. Stop with the lightsaber stuff, you guys. There's no lightsabers well, in the show. Look, I know. I know but someone was like, we got to kind of give him something because, you know, fans are going to complain. You know, I, th- I'm fine yeah. with it, you know. I mean, he has the cane for the hemorrhoids. Um, That's why he's like, That's why he's always pissed off. It's, it's okay. It's the show's realistic. Probably shouldn't sit with a plug on a seat, though. Hey, um, I want to also point out that this, the way this set was shot, right? Like just the 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 layout of it, right? Very yeah. good, very good. Like the, they're utilizing the aspect ratio and the way they're like separating the the actors by the division line. It's it's very very good. It's very well edited, very well mm-hmm. staged. This is the sort of thing that I'm like. I'm fine with like in a Kenobi or a Boba Fett where it's just some people in a room talking, you know, as, as this show is proving, but you got to like stage it. Like this is, this is the difference, yeah. you know, this is the difference. Well, also, also shout out to the fact that they didn't shoot it exactly the same way that they did in the previous episode. Yeah. It was they the moved same location. Yeah. It was the same location, but they shot it from different angles. So it felt fresh. It, di- it didn't just feel, just yeah. didn't feel like, Hey, 
we got this set up we'll just do it all right now and then here you go just live with it don't remember okay this this show knows you're going to remember and it, and it it takes care of you i appreciated it yeah yeah seeing that that place from like from a from a different you know different vantage points and stuff and the fucking, lighting was great the x-wings were appropriately dirty you know what yep. I mean? Like it just had the right level. Like I would have killed for those black X wings uh, if they were around in the '80s. I'm reminded of around like '86 or so. Gobot's got like the recolors, you know, like yeah. they would, like reissue and recolor. And Psycho had like a black version with like green little highlights. And I was like, that's the one I want, right? Like because I'm a. Nerd, um, you know? <laughs> without without going too far down a rabbit hole on that one, I had. Um, the the whole the whole scoop on Rogue One about the black X wing that was crashed in Jeddah in the city, oh. and I'm like writing about it and stuff, and you know it's like a it's a big set piece, and then it's not until you watch the movie a few times that you realize oh those are the partisan X wings. When you see the movie, it doesn't really make sense right. that there that there's a partisan X wing crashed in the middle of Jeddah at that moment. Yeah. It, it makes I mean, it, mean it, it makes sense. Yeah, you know I mean? ejected, <laughs> flat, flat yeah. spin like pop gun. His goose, his goose died. No, no, it's more like that. Uh, that what was that guy that tore that Ferrari in half? Remember that Gizmodo, like executive or something. Oh, like, yeah. but uh, but it, but anyways, yeah, there was definitely something more to that in the original version of Rogue One. There was more of a reason that that was like that. I think. Than just one of Sagarera's ships crashed for no reason. That seems irrelevant to everything else. I was wondering what that is, and I don't actually know. But anyways, Luthen's lines, Luthen's lines continue to be fucking so good. When he's like just talking the way he, the way he bargains with with Saw, Saw's like yeah. lines back like they're all so in character, spot on point. Like no one. When I say like like one character isn't sucking the life out of the scene, both characters completely vibrantly exist in what they are. They don't, and it's just like it's so natural and so good. And the way that like Luthen burns him and stuff is just so fucking solid. Like I, I it's just like, loved it's it. It's tubes. That's my man. It's and tubes. Like, He's my man on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has it's such a son of a you bitch. Know, you know what this is like? The son of a this bitch. Is like when it's me, so good. This this is like when Bespin and I get into an argument and I go, it's Nick. Nick's my boy. He's my man. And Nick goes, no! 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 Nick talks with his mustache like the Pringles can. You know? <laughs> Remember the Pringles can? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Nick's like, what's a Pringles? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have they Pringles? Have I hope you do. I hope you do. They do in Germany. I but, uh, yeah. Good lines. Good scene. Moroff was out there in the background, which I appreciated, just knowing that Moroff is out there. The Moroff's that big, that big hairy white dog guy, like the big Yeti oh, guy. Yeah. He's also yeah. in Solo a Star Wars story. Solo bust helps bust him out of the the mines. He's one of the. He was He's also the at the top of Matterhorn uh, Mountain. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I've, I've been on that. Same dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, but I mean they they have like you know basically. Um, Saw's like you're willing to burn him, you're willing to, to burn Krieger, and then he's like, and then he's like, oh, but and then like I love that moment when he's like, like he's like he can't hurt me. He's like, like I can, and then that's when it's like, oh, so once again we got that pride and power at play here about I can hurt you, 
also to be fair there's a version of this where you could trim the midsection of this and go right to think about if i was isb i could just let you go and have them kill you right there's a version mm -hmm. of that but I, I i really because everyone's firing on all cylinders and this is a tv show you let this scene play out you know like it, yeah it's working well yeah. then, then there, there was that that homage to me and kathleen kennedy where he's like you have you have people everywhere all your sources and i was like yeah i've had that call from them before <laughs> just like that i mean and two tubes is in the background like, your sources ain't that good jason's like and if you hire me for security you wouldn't have to worry about it like, <laughs> i mean that's where we go they're like <laughs> okay you you chose it it's not me you chose yeah but 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 when he tells him like when he finally puts the gun to his throat or to his head or whatever and says they'll trust nothing just like you right now like that was so well reasoned and like even sagarera is so passionate he's dumb sometimes like it's like sagarera is the there's an old saying you know it's like when you're you could be right everybody could still not like you so it doesn't matter jason and um, are you telling me i don't understand what this is like <laughs> oh believe me i have that in my head all the time it's because you're right doesn't mean people will like you and yeah uh, no but no but that's that's no, like sagarera's sagarera's problem even because sagarera still has to work with other people to make this rebellion happen and um but, so uh, want anyway. him to come back as a ghost and be ghost saw you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> all right the opinion one, the one Jedi ghost who wanders the the earth, you know. <laughs> so I, I wanted your opinion on this right here. Cyr okay. Cyril's safe. Did Cyril get a safe because his mom goes through his shit, or was that the shit his mom was that was that the box that his mom was going through? Oh, that's his mom's stuff. Oh, is that his private box or his mom's stuff? That's a good question. I, think I took that to I think mean that's his safe. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's it has the only like, reason why you never bring up my private box. It's the only reason. If that line wasn't in there, I took it as he's stealing mom's money when she leaves uh, the house. Which, which either way, it, it plays well too. Because he's there's yeah. something stunted about him anyway. You know, like mm -hmm. growth wise, as you know, he's living at home with mom, stealing mom's you know five bucks. You know, I got I got accused of stealing money once. I didn't even do it. My mom sent mm -hmm. me with 20 bucks to go get a pack of cigarettes from the Circle K, right? Yeah, 91. I remember. still not that long. I did and, that and too. I went all, all my way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went all my way, right? And I somehow I dropped it. I don't know. Like, I legitimately, like, when I got there, I'm like, what the hell? Lost like, the money. And I've never kid. And I had to tell her I lost so much. She did not believe me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Got in all sorts of trouble. I didn't do nothing. But yeah, yeah. I think that's his private box. Yeah. yeah. He's where he's stashing the money. Well, he could be helping out with rent. But it's actually like a safe now. I, I was curious if he stepped up, if he stepped up the privacy with like a safe from 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 a box. Like if before it was like a cigar box, you know, and his mom could just open it and go through it. And now he has like a like a lock box. I don't know. It, it, I, I'm, I hope somebody at some point asked ask him because I'm curious what it means. It, it's, it's nothing, but it's just one of those little subtle things. And I'm like, huh. He doesn't want her to you know? know he has money and valuables, <laughs> you know, like because she'll just take it. That's what that you go. You're part of the family. You're living here. You got to pay your way. And this is him hiding stuff from mom. Although 
I was hoping the nerd in me that they had some like rare Star Wars TCG cards from 1996, right? Like in like the foil, you know, like like the, the special wrappers are sealed. Obi Wan Kenobi with telescope, <laughs> telescoping lightsaber. <laughs> well, he's probably got like a Chancellor Valorum, right? He likes that old school shit, right? He's got a young Senator Palpatine in there, you know. That's where the Vizier cameo would be. It's a Vizier card <laughs> and shit. Yeah, whatever. So. We got uh, Clea and, and Luthen's double speak scene after this, where they are speaking in code. And you can literally follow the conversation through the code if you are really following along. I'm curious as to how many fans think they're this just This is how you make antiques. dumb people seem smart, Jason. Sorry, I don't mean to mm-hmm. you know, run into your words. But this no, is no, how you, like, there's always those like, those cats who are like, I mean, I'm smart. I get it. I, I didn't know what they were saying. Oh, shit. You did? <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. you know look at you look at you ethan hunt you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i once again though appreciated the them keeping like you could like you start to feel like this is all coming to a head as we get to the end of the season there's about to be like this insurrection on ferricks and you just see all of this this stuff coming and you start to feel like well that's when you stop protecting yourself but these people they, the the narrative doesn't do that they're in this for for life they have to live beyond at least they hope to you know and and uh, it's also subliminally <coughs> or subtextually it's it's placing everything locked cuz we're seeing different time frames and you don't know you know, throughout the last few episodes, we're seeing we don't know how things are moving concurrently with one another. You know, I mean, three months here, six months there. What's here? Because they are, every conversation is basically ending with, you know, and his mom died, so everyone's going to the mom's funeral. Right? It's it's syncing everything up time wise, so you know where everyone's at, and then where everyone's heading to. You know, in a very it's coy because they're having these longer conversations that didn't reveal that, but that isn't the point of the conversation. And a mm-hmm. any more amateurishly written, you know, to adject of the shit out of my uh, examples, um, you know, to in a more in a more amateur script, it would just have been about it's you know the collector's you know mother came to you know cancel the order because she died, but you know like it would have just been that and she you know, died, way, you know, yeah, yeah. She likes the, yeah, yeah, she <laughs> died in the woods. <laughs> Die in the woods. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Oh, and I lost She's my note. House. On, right? house. on um, we also had a, had a few scenes with uh, Sintas looking fine, low on supply, serving, being, serving in a bar with uh, clearly an agent stalking her. Did you think that? That yeah, so case, do I, you? I I, well, that's the question. Do you think that agent knows who she is, or he's there also keeping tabs? And I think he doesn't realize who she is. Well, I think in the previous episode, he sees her watching. Oh, that's right. No, you got me. Yeah, no, and then knows. and no, then in right, this episode, right. he's there. So maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe he has his suspicions that she's. You know, I, I don't think they know that somebody's there to watch Cassie and Andor. He may even I don't think Castor, he may even think that that she's another agent doing his job too. He may think he's competing with her for all we know. There's a lot of possible places you could take that. But something's there. Yeah, I just think I think some, somebody's going to get found out. Yeah. 
based on his interaction with her, whatever he thinks of her, his focus clearly is looking for Andor at at Mervis' place. You know what I mean? Like whatever may or may not be in the back of his head. That's not the the that's not like I'm writing that one and we're gonna look into her too. It's just could be a hunch, you know. Do you think um so Andor when he when he sneaks into the house, he gets the uh, manifesto, correct? Yeah. And he gets the manifesto. So now he has that. He's probably going back to Ferrix. He's the bait <clears throat> the bait's there. Whether well, I don't know if it's bait, but his incentive to go home is is there, so we know he's going back to Ferrix. Um, from the trailers, we know he's going back to Ferrix. So he's going to bring that 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 manifesto with him. That may play into the to how we get where, where we're going. But he calls uh, old Zanwen Freight again. His little alien friend wasn't there. I was hoping his little alien friend might pick up the phone and be like, "It's for you," you know. But he didn't. But okay, that's fine. And um. But, uh, you know, Andor's like, I did it. It's me. No names. I did Aldani. Tell her. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he's like, no sorry, names, man. but I did Aldani. Yeah, real clever. <laughs> man, when, when when somebody's mom dies, do you go, your mom's dead. Like, do, do, you, do you do it like that? I was wondering about that when I was watching that. Or do you go like, I got bad news. She, she, she's not here anymore. She's bad. Like, I felt like he was very, very blunt. But anyways. Um, yeah, but the, this dude's got... Andor's like a fugitive. You know, you got to get right yeah. to the point. Right yeah. to the point. Yeah. 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 The, so, but he, he gets the fucking message out. And uh, there's the, uh, the death. It happens. And uh, so so now, now he knows his mom's dead. He knows he can never go home again now. You know, essentially. Yeah. Like, you know, that moment when he, when he when he leaves and he's like, I'll be back. And early on, she's like, I know. All kind of stuff that that's him. That's him believing psychologically he can return, but he can't. He's not going to. He, he's never, never, never gets to. And um, but I think the next episode is likely to give him some sort of some sort of like solace in the terms of that he will probably attend the funeral. He probably will get caught in some way or about to be caught. And Sintas will probably. I don't think Sentis is going to be able to kill him. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Well, we know he My, lives. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't mean that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Sentis is going to be able to make the 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 call to kill him. Like she's uh, there to kill him. I I think she's going to see all of this stuff go down. I think she maybe she's going to play. Her positioning is going to be what saves him. Maybe. This isn't a spoiler. I don't have no. I don't know. I don't know if it works that way. In this, but it's like I would kind of almost assume that it, she's going to be there. She's going to see all of the stuff go down, the funeral and stuff. But she's gonna be like, I'm not killing this guy at his mom's funeral. And you know, I mean, they are still people. I think like Clea would do it, but I don't. I don't know the synthesis. Oh yeah, you know? I think I think she thinks about it in the top. <clears throat> you know, but. <laughs> But but they yeah, but they also yeah. do like set up that synthesis fucking hardcore and don't underestimate her. She'll fucking cut you. Like they do set that up. Yeah, I I don't think we can predict accurately. This is one of those things that go. Yeah. that I don't think we'll accurately. It can go either right. way, the way they're right. Yeah, and if if it, if it was real life, it may just have to do with what was on her mind that day, whether she could go through with that or not, or would or whatever. So, but but old Zan Zanwin Freight came back, and there was message. He knows about the death, and then we get those fucking violins, man. 
those violins were really good. They start playing the violins for the for the mom's death. It plays into the very end. We got that end music, but done with uh, sad violins this time, and it was pretty fucking good. You know, but yeah, I was. On point. It is on point. There's, there's no lie there. Hey, Star Wars podcast. Thank you for the super chat, bud. Uh, soul shaking, heartbreaking performances, exceptional writing and narratives. The ILM miniature like CG and Luthen's escape. Many OT moments. <coughs> I'm like, I'm like getting sick again. Andor has sparked something new. Star Wars has high caliber art. It's uh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely really, really, really solid drama. I mean, it is it is Michael Clayton Star Wars, right? <clears throat> this does feel like the like like the 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 cinematography and the pacing and everything of Michael Clayton applied to Star Wars, which Rogue One was not. No, you know when I when when I remember Rogue One, I was like, "Oh, it's Michael Clayton guy," and I remember thinking like that didn't really translate. You know, it didn't it didn't really have anything to do with itself. Yeah. This feels more like Michael Clayton. Yeah, to but me. it's a group, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not, not a, that's not a that's not a that's not like not a dig or anything like that. It just is what it is. Like the final product just didn't really reflect that. This this does, and I think most people would say Michael Clayton for what it is 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 fairly perfect you know for 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 what it is i i don't i can't think of um too many flaws with it maybe not till like the very end when it gets a little like convenient but you know i thought thought i'm looking for the day when yore writes the ice skating episode of ahsoka you know what i mean (laughs) looking forward to it Yeah. yeah and and but once again like in in this in the acting in this this show and in this episode, it's easy to take it for granted after 11 episodes. Like, of course it's good. They will. It's they been, will. no, I mean, it's been good the whole time. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. like, <clears throat> like, like, like Bix, Bix looked like hell. And, um, and yeah. she like, you know, she, she sold it. She never, she never did, you know, we didn't see uh, Arjona like making sure that she looked in the light to make sure she looked great in the shot or something. Like there was never any of that thing that you see people do. You know where where they kind of like break character. She goes to sit down. For their, she for goes their to own sit brand. down. Mm-hmm. She goes to sit down and she does the Rodriguez spin for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be cool. <laughs> I wanted to do it now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, man, like that. I really just love that in the beginning of the episode when you see that that shaky cam of Bimo, like having like a schizophrenic moment you know what i mean like he's and we were he's having he's having a nervous breakdown he has a little cup on him and he's shaking he's like yeah well i made this uh, last night i typed this into the chat but i'll elaborate a bit more i really do think this is why you know memory wipes become a thing i think these droids become attached and they even kind of allude to it in the first move in a new hope when that little droid should have his memory wipe he's a little too you know what I mean? He's just a little too attached to his master. He's trying to find his buddy. His, his, you know, that, that old man's a hermit. Get his memories wiped. Like, I think that is, I think all robots, if they don't have a me- memory wipe, eventually just become empathetic. And that's the, the and people are like saying, well, well, 3 is neurotic. It's, Wars, it's, it's a robot. It's a robot that, yeah, but 3PO had a memory wipe. So like, no, but, you know, but he's, but it's like he has, he has memory for many years and he's neurotic. Yeah, he's neurotic. And so, mm-hmm. 
but I think it is interesting how the robots, this is the Lucas thing, right? Mm -hmm. The robots feel more for the humans than the humans feel for the humans. Yeah. You see what yeah. I mean? Forget what they think about the robots. Mm -hmm. They, they, you know, and there are robots yeah. that love to just burn and torture other robots as Jabba's palace is so keenly shown us, you know, as burn that little shadow trades feet. Yeah. We're doing the shadows <laughs> there doing it. What we do in the servos, you know? So like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So I really appreciate the love. I know when we were, when we were reading the article, Right before the series came out, they were talking about how, like, this little droid, you know, he's doing everything on set. We made him really emotive. And we're like, well, what does that mean? Well, I think we're seeing it. You know, I, hands down, best best droid they've conjured up, in my opinion, since R2-D2. Like, you know. I, I don't think he's got it on BB-8. BB-8 was, BB-8 was a sensation that we forgot about because of Baby Yoda. But. Yeah, but BB-8's like that. a bobble. It's not an emotional yeah. center. He's like, he's like, uh, hey, buddy, what's up? He's like, butter. He's, he's, he's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, he's like, he's like a, he's like a, he's like a, like a happy little dog. I yeah. agree. It's Bimo's more like Kenny. There's some depth here, you know. He can't die. Like, <laughs> I can't die. So. Nick says, "Oh man, the shot of his lens at the at the and and the drink on on top. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good." That that lens shot was really surprisingly when you think about what we're actually what we as an audience are reacting to. It's yeah, like a fake a toy. camera lens. You know what I mean? We're like, oh. yeah. you know, it's yeah, just I know, I know, and, and I can see very <coughs> easily. You know, my friends who like all the real people are like, you're getting all choked up about this stupid stuff, and I'm like, but they're taking it as serious as we did. You know, so it's good. What do you think about? I thought the Imperials. So when, when Luthen's up in the ship, right, and they're talking to him, these are the most like '80s and '80s looking, you know, late '70s, '80s looking Imperials I've encountered yet <laughs> in Star Wars. Like that dude has that same. You could have told me he was plucked right out of 1979. I'd have bought it. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I know that they, yeah. Let, let's like just just to get it out of the way. Um, I don't believe Luthen's ship has lightsabers coming out of the sides of it, you guys. I, I just don't. I think he has, has a consistent laser beam like we see on the clone uh, um, attack ships, the, the Republic ships that the clones are in that shoot the green lasers down that are like a very consistent beam. He does that. When you watch the scene, the beams extend out of frame. So we don't see them end. We don't see it like a sword, I don't think. I could be wrong. I don't yeah, think but they're invoking are... that. And I'm look. This is where you yes. put a little fan service in. Why not? But, you know, this way yeah, you get a little something. It doesn't. But what I'm trying to say is, there's a, there's a difference between a beam and a lightsaber. You know what I mean? Like one's a sword, one's. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. So <laughs> it's the most nerdiest thing I think you've ever conjured up on the show, Jason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, like one is one is a fucking glowing sword, and the other is just like a beam of light. A consistent beam isn't a like two beams of light. Light lightsabers can clash. <laughs> Boom! Right. Two lasers would just right. pass through each other. Just pass them. You can't. Yeah. You can't play swords fair, with fair those. Fair enough. Can't play swords. Fair with enough. Those. You can play swords. But with we know else. he he. At the very least, this dude loves Jedi shit. I mean, he's got kyber crystals and he's got holocrons. As a Gilroyist, you have to go and say it's irrelevant. He doesn't know what any of that is. I'm not saying he knows what that stuff is. He's got Gilroy holocrons. doesn't know. 
No, Gilroy. Oh, Gilroy. They they just put that in there, and Gilroy was like, "Looks cool, okay." He had no idea what it meant. He has no. Oh, no, he he looked it up on Wikipedia, and he was like, "Sure, fine." <laughs> no, he, he ended up he ended up going. He ended up saying they snuck a lot of stuff in there. I didn't even know what that stuff was, and they was like, "Oh, those guys," you know. Like, as long on. as it ends up in Fortnite and he gets a check, he doesn't care. <laughs> no, um, nothing from Andor. Cassie and Andor didn't come to Fortnite. Luke, Leia, and Han did. And every other character, all the every character from Star Wars that they've ever put out came out last week. No Andor sucks. Me and me and Bestman really wanted Andor. You know, I wanted to get him Bix so I could just. You know what I wanted, Jason? Run. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even play the game. I wanted uh, eight-year-old Princess Leia who just can outrun everyone. <laughs> <laughs> when they put Leia, I'm like missed opportunity. She could just outrun everyone. She's like Sonic the Hedgehog and shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you again for the super chat, Star- the Star Wars podcast. Uh, also, Jason, I'm cognizant of how busy MSW keeps you regarding jumping on um, the Star Wars podcast. So whenever it works, let me know if you prefer Twitter or email. Now, Rob, what's your rating of episode 11 and those Hanson vibes? Um, dude, I'm down for whenever, dude. Um, just uh, DM me on Twitter. That's the best way. And uh, send me a time that you that works for you. And I'll try to make it work. That'd be fun. And, so uh... <laughs> I'll reiterate my 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 point on any TV show. I'm not a big fan of rating episodes. Like I, I liken it to rating chapters in a book. You know, it's I love this chapter more than that, but sometimes chapters are meant to set up other things. It's all structural. So I give it thumbs up, thumbs down. You know, all this is a thumbs up. You know, uh, the series as a whole, I, I'll give a rating. And for me, it's an 11 out of 10. Like, I, there, I, you said something last night that I, I completely agree with. There are some shows where you're like, I just need like the highlights. If I'm going to leave it on in the background, I don't need to see everything, right? Like that's where Star Wars Larry helps out. You sort of get like the highlights of things, you know? Yeah. Um, but with this show, there really isn't anything to leave out. I could just leave it on a loop, you mm-hmm. know? Like I, the only thing I, I could skip are the I don't need if it's on a complete loop. I don't need the recaps because I like the different uh, theme plays too you know what i mean yeah. like i like the way all oh, that's important so and the the and the outro themes that play like the music that plays at the end of every episode is always different and cool and so this whole series is it's outstanding and and i got some friends who you know they're in the industry they're they're filmmakers and they've been reaching out to me going this is have you have you seen this like they i'm like you no. know i do the show right they're like a oh, stupid show like all right uh but yeah they, they love it and these are people who hate every fucking thing dude they're yeah people think i hate everything you gotta meet the real you know those la types who are like they're above every fucking thing yeah like i know, you know those types I live can't ever have any fun never have any fun star wars podcast says uh nice also brief non-star wars aside our sister show, The Labyrinth Podcast, has been obsessing over your St. Vincent as Jarrah's sister in the sequel idea. It has to happen. Got to be honest with you. Um, I do think you have to have somebody with an alt-rock, at least, kind of like art-rock persona who could jump in there and write music and seamlessly integrate into anything. And I think she's the only person I could think of who, who could. So that that's why, and I also just love Saint Vincent and want to see her do anything. I also think she's like, she's I think she's the the bix of rock music. If you, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, 
if you want to read Patty between Smythe's the lines. still rocking, Jason. I think she. No, can, I'm. She I'm, can saying, I'm saying. I'm saying. Vince is fucking hot. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and um, but um, but that said, you don't think uh, they, they, I, you don't think, you don't think Lucasfilm would would cheap it out and go with the Billie Eilish or something that's more TikTokable. You know, <laughs> I don't think Billy. I I I actually think Billy Eilish for, is really is very young and very talented for like her age. You know what I mean? Like what she's doing overall. Sure. But but I don't. But she doesn't. Um, she doesn't have the visual side to her. Like Saint Vincent really has a lot a lot of uh, very interesting visuals and has done like, you know, the art rock thing. Like I said. She hasn't shown that side of her. She hasn't shown that she's a visual artist as well, or that she really gets into the visual side. So I think I think you have to have those things to be able to dress up with the giant fucking cod piece and a cape and crazy eyeliner and be like, I am, you know, and do it with confidence. Sure, sure. sure could have done it, but <laughs> yeah, but but, but but no, I don't really you want saw that. You, you did that. I just caught the moment when you the visual hit your head of her in the outfit. <laughs> actually, <laughs> you saw it, you laughed. You're not wrong. No, no, I was um I was actually on board with the visual. I wasn't on board with the soundtrack. Dutch budge. You know, her doing her doing the songs, I don't think she could do it. I got but, my um, wife for her birthday. I got the uh, Weta. Mm-hmm. Weta did these animated stylized they're stylized statues. Of labyrinth, yeah, right. They're really well designed because they're artist. They're they're really cool looking, and so I got her all that stuff, and she was like, "Oh, you know." And then she started doing the songs. I'm like, "Nerd, nerd," you know. <laughs> I do think though, I, I I hold no whatever. It's not my. I don't. You pick whoever you want, but um, mm-hmm. I do think if this were four or five years ago, I could see the executives going, "Hey, what's that Lana Del Rey? She could just sing all the songs. It'll be the same songs, but she'll sing them slowly throughout the whole." <laughs> <laughs> you know, real just the same songs, but she'll just do them slowly. And, you know, everyone loves loves that one. Um, okay, I'm able to uh, tweet my 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 Willow, my Willow tweets right now. Oh, it's time, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hit tweet all. So I hit my tweet all. Okay, now I'm gonna okay. read them to you guys. Okay. Now understand, I'm only allowed to give social media um review or impressions. I'm allowed to do a, a review. Right. I can't know, <laughs> and I've never seen it. I can <laughs> You've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so Willow drops James Horner for James Hetfeld. And even then, it uses a cheap cover song instead of the original, which is symbolic of the series' approach to the world of Willow. I'm crushed. The series seems confused if it's Willow, Xena, a Minions number, or a requel. That's my review of one episode. <laughs> my my impression. <clears throat> my other. How many impression... people you think are, Jason? How many people you think are going to reply? You know, James Horner died. He couldn't have done it. Like you know, they're they're not they're going to miss the context, right? Like, one thing I'll add here: they put fucking Inter Sandman in Willow, you guys. Inter fucking Sandman is in Willow. All right. I take Willow as seriously as Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Unfortunately, Lucasfilm didn't. Instead of leaning into what worked in the classic film, the series attempts to modernize it with contemporary music that's less than contemporary. Such a bad call. And uh, and 
there's there's some good songs in it don't get me wrong but but anyways uh the breakout character of willow is borman played by um amar chadha patel willow has always been a mix of comedy and fantasy amar moves between both aspects effortlessly unfortunately warwick davis does not he's played the role better before the rest of the cast is fine you know, Jason, so, the missed opportunity here was that they didn't do a cover of Soundgarden Spoo Man, but with Boar Man. Boar Man, come together with your hand. Save me. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> right? Rob, come on. <laughs> I, don't get me in trouble. Just keep watching the show and you're not far off. And, um,. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it really it it really That's you know, I, I love really? I love yeah. I love Willow like like I mean the go right here on the wall, I I love I love him and um, yeah it just did you ever get the toy the... from Celebration? No, were you able to? No, no you, had, you had to wait to know what oh, this crazy line to get it that and uh, by the time I thought I could just go to the booth and buy it, but you can't. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, excuse me, <clears throat> sorry. I'm getting all verklempt. But uh, basically, uh, yeah, I was crushed by it. Not happy. Not happy at all. I've spent years listening to you guys in general, the fandom in general, be hyperbolic about what Star Wars has done to, to various aspects of Star Wars itself. And for the first time, I've actually seen that actually happen without hyperbole. That's how I feel about it. So... Anyways, uh, I, I, that's probably I, I'm under an NDA on that shit. I can't say anything more. Yes, yes, James. I, I like that. Inter Sandman is in the fucking Willow series. It's and 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 you think like, oh, maybe that's it. No, it's not it. It's not it. It just keeps doing it, and it doesn't make it any every better. single it time, and it keeps getting funnier every single time they do it. No, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> time we put the covers in uh, the uh, show. imagine ima- imagine fucking you know imagine boba fett's climbing out of the sarlacc and he's and you fucking you're like there it's like boba's climbing out you start getting and you're just like why why like like we don't we don't fucking need that and James Horner's fucking original music is good, man. That Willow yeah. theme song is as good as anything John Williams ever did on Star Wars. And yeah. th- you wouldn't know watching this show. You wouldn't know. So, yeah, I'm fucking, I, I was, I, I honestly, I didn't cry, but I fucking could have. I could have cried. There was this moment where I, I was like, I have never felt so crushed by by something I was looking forward to on TV as an adult. It was it was it was Garbage Pail Kids the movie. It was Masters of the Universe. It was it, it was, was fucking, Attack of the Clones for me, Jason. It, it was renting munchies on VHS. Back After- of the Clones. That's what it. That's what it felt like. I didn't watch it, but I'm just imagining me watch it. Like I, I just want to get you in trouble. You know, I didn't. I have not seen it. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that now you now you know what it's like, sucker. So you know, eventually we all get our turn in the barrel, Jason. 
<laughs> but if you're in the butt stuff, that's fun. And this one is not fun. So anyways, um, for no, for not fun for you, someone <laughs> out there is having a good time. Hey, <laughs> hey, but, um, so, um, Star Wars podcast, I'm down, but Saturday, 3 PM, I think maybe it's the other way around. Like it's cause it's 3 PM when it's 3 PM here, it's 6 PM. Okay. You know, you're right. You're right. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll 3 PM on Saturday. I'm going to be on the Star Wars podcast. I'm in like the gin. <laughs> I said that. I should die now. Uh-huh. Fucking James Horner was great. I- I'm with you. I could even have been okay with like a little bit of like fucking James Horner on the guitar. Yo, you want to make it modern? But and and then you know what? What though? Like also, I-, I can't get into a review. I can't. I can't say anything after this. Let's say this one last thing. If they had taken the songs and played them on fucking lutes or something, like in universe, I could have maybe. I could have hated it. But I could have maybe accepted it. Maybe we could have met in the middle. <laughs> Do you know, Jason, you can get it right now. If you go into uh, YouTube and you type in Metallica bard music, you can listen to all of Metallica's no, music no, in bard no, form. No, yeah. no, 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 Rick Jones. No, Rick Jones. Stranger Things exist in the time when fucking Kate Bush exists and Metallica exists. And they would listen to that music. But and it coming here's, here's in is my completely, take. completely right. But like, if you're watching Lord of the Rings and he starts listening to Bohemian Rhapsody, you're like, no, that can't happen. Except, except Jason. Now let's say these these, these average people out there, they think when you go into work on something, right, you get to like just do whatever you want, and they go, good job, buddy. So like that's not how it works, you know. Um, so I can imagine a world where. Uh, I'm in the writers' room, right? They're like, "Hey, we see that you on the on the Star Wars podcast. We hired you to write for a TV series because that happens." And uh, they go, "We just got some, uh, we got some parameters. We got a little box, you know." They start drawing sides, right? And they're like, uh, "It's four dots, and each one of them are cover songs to Metallica, you know, <laughs> to Metallica." And you have to wear or modern 80, 80s cover songs, right? Yeah, you have to you have to get these four songs in there no matter what. And I'm like, "Okay, the way to do that." Right, and this is based off their Disney Plus video they did back in Disney. The only thing on Disney Plus day that was worth watching was when uh, Warwick Davis was sitting at a table with all the actors, mm-hmm. right? And like everyone's like kind of like improving, talking shit the way they do. He doesn't. Uh, Life's too short. And I was like, I'm like, okay, so you could just have a series where he's just Warwick Davis and he's, you know, setting up chips and dip in his apartment, and all the actors come over, you know, some from the old movies, some from the new show. And they're just playing Willow the tabletop role playing game, you know, like and and so yeah. he gets to be the dungeon master, you know, and then and then when they play tunes on the radio, you hear them, you cut to the fantasy world, right? So you got the fantasy world and you got the real world. And when in the fantasy world, you could cut to a Metallica song because someone put it on the, in the mix. Like he's got the he's got the actual real music, but someone put in their own, you know. And then you got to deal with that. Like there's a way to do it. I'm not saying that would produce a better show. People would be just as mad because I think when you say a Willow TV series, they're expecting you to keep everything in lore, right? Like, yeah, and all serious and as if it's a continuation of that movie. But um, there's always a way to, to do it. You know, it's a little more clever. But yeah, it's just there, right? It's just there, I guess, because that's what we do now. We put Metallica in everything. Like, and I'm a big Metallica dude, but man, 
You know what would have been funny? I mean, if, like, if, if they if, put if, all those if, St. Anger songs if, in this one just to, just to troll you. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to get me in trouble here. The last thing I'm going to say is Phoebe, oh, Phoebe no. Bridger did, did the song this year, you guys. Like, there's a good cover of it that is in that other fucking, like, contemporary fucking thing. Uh, just anyways. Yeah. No, let's not talk about it anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, you don't want to get in trouble. Why don't you get, but, um, you get in trouble? It's what it is. Um, I'm gonna finish this the series, and then I'm probably you know gonna, then I'm gonna I'll give my reviews of all the, all the episodes still. So if you guys are gonna watch it, uh, I look forward to looking at the the flaws and the merits of it, and you know maybe we'll like work do this, but <clears throat> it's hard. And uh, Bespin just tweeted me or texted me and said, uh, it looks like we're the only negative reviews of the show on Twitter right now. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But also, we're probably the only two people who actually fucking like below. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you think that's because you're talking to people? How do I say this? They have a memory of something. Versus, like, mm-hmm. you, like, watch this shit all the time to this day. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you actually care. So, like, like I really give a shit about the Turtles, right? And when that, uh, they call it the Bay Turtles. Like he didn't direct the movie, but whatever. The Michael Bay Turtles. Okay. Like, I walked out, like, I want to say a halfway through. Mm-hmm. You know, it's when they made a Heroes in the Half Shell joke. And I'm like, this whole fucking movie. So I don't Turtle know power. how they're ninjas and they're walking. They're ninjas and they're walking around with chaka beads and glasses. And it's just like, I mean, they're actually going to fight covered in shit that makes noise like i just I, i'm i'm out in this ain't for rob i walked out <laughs> so and i was like, people were like you walked out like, like sonic 2 when i walked out of sonic 2 i'm like if they do a ninja rap the turtles is always my good you know like like if you enter ninja rap territory i'm the hell out of here like i i don't care what i paid you know i don't need to sit through this again you know you know how you know how there's like people who like don't understand like that the death star is not upside down in rogue one like it just can't be there there is no right side up in space. It's all, all globes. You know, there's, there's also that? sound in space. Yeah. Right, right. You know, the people just like just can't understand that. That's me with the half shell thing. I'm like, they have a full shell. What are you talking about? I don't understand the half shell. I will never understand. It's surfing. It's surfing. Talk, Jason. I don't Surf, understand. Like that. Well, that's that's a howdy doody reference, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Turtles in a half. Yeah, you, know, you know they they the, the howdy doody guy tried to sue over Cowabunga with the, one of the many lawsuits because they really? were they they were yeah he gave an interview in the Comics Journal um, back in like uh, 98 99 Kevin oh, yeah. Eastman mm-hmm. and he was talking about they were unprepared for the amount of lawsuits they would get the minute that took off like even yeah. the cartoon tried to sue them the guys who made the Turtles cartoon try to sue them saying that all the things people really like are what we put in the cartoon that aren't in the comic so we have ownership over yeah that's some shit they had to go through too you know yeah so like them them turtles guy i mean i i i I do know kevin he knows me how about that that's more important kevin eastman knows me which i'm proud of that like the childhood the kid in me would never believe that will never let me draw turtles i don't fucking know why (laughs) you know (laughs) also i'm like you eastman fuck you eastman (laughs) Oh, sorry. I'm not helping you, am I? Sorry. <laughs> not sorry. hurting me either, Jason. Oh, What's okay. Fair on? enough. He said, so, you know, he said he so. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? But, uh, yeah. Well, so, like, Eastman, remember when, of... when you and Laird were in the in that little apartment, you know, uh, drawing the turtles? Yeah, well, this guy let him draw the turtles. 
He's like you, man. Fucking. Suck. I just think people have a, their 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 memory of it, and because it's not high on their to care list, you know. Yeah. They're more sympathetic. The way I'm probably like, or, I'm gonna let a lot of like. Yeah. I let a lot of shit go in comic book movies because I'm not attached to most. Batman's where I'm like, all right, now you're getting the critique. You know? Yeah, my 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 whole thing is just, um, you know, if it's a movie, if if it's from a series, if it's series based on a movie, it should just kind of be like the movie. I agree. In some form. I I don't I don't like that old Highlander bullshit. Remember the Highlander series? Fuck that show. Fuck that fake Highlander. Well, only no, good thing about no, it was no, 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 to get the no. Queen song in the opening. That's it. And they got paid for that, Jason. They probably made more off that than they did Queen their album. Who doesn't so. need to get paid? I, I like Pretty that series. Can't even spend it. Wait, that, yeah, that like series, the first movie in that series, are what you watch. The, the other movies don't watch, but the series is all right. Yeah, I'm sorry. It. It's got Joan uh, Jett uh, yeah. and Martin and, and Richard Mull. Uh, like, <laughs> <Bull. laughs> <laughs> but but I but I, I I'm not I'm not going to make hating the uh, the a new Willow or whatever my my impression of it um my my new personality or any of that kind of stuff. But anybody who says they love the original and likes this one, I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't trust them. But yeah, what a bummer for me. Um, I always said you know right back during Phantom Menace, people used to accuse me of of lying and being a shill. Nothing changed. <clears throat> but I used to say, if Phantom Menace had been for you, what you're saying it is for me, I would be the most crushed person in the room. Because I love fucking Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Love fucking it too. Love fucking making sweet love to it. And um, I love Star Wars. And if so, if it was that bad, I would be well more crushed than you. That was always like my take. And um, and well, now it happened. Finally, after all this time. <laughs> Lucasfilm, but I mean, I would, yeah, I, I'm not allowed to review it. So that, so we won't talk about Willow anymore. Um, talk about turtles. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. He, uh, Star Wars podcast gave us a super chat. Thank you again, Star Wars podcast. Let's go. Stoked for you to join the show. Jason, Rob, seriously, thank you. Time moves faster nowadays compared to the 80s, 90s. We forget to pause and take stock of what we cherish most. Both legends be well. Oh, thanks, man. That's, that's very, very nice. And you are too kind to me. And uh, I don't know why you're nice. You are. Rob. But, Stop but being I, nice. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Stop being nice to Jason and be more mean to me. That's how this show works. That's how this show works. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. go to Reddit, start some rumors about Jason. You know, like mm-hmm. that's that's what we do. That's, that's what that, I do. That, that's that's the way to be. That's the way to do it. <laughs> that, you know? That's Saturday for Rob. Yeah. Now I gotta now I gotta open up my schedule. I gotta stop posting rumors about Jason on Reddit to do a podcast. All right. The, 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 the um. You know, you know what makes me mad about being me in this this little community, this sort of weirdos. Not you, Star Trek, but like the, the the horrible people. It's like I don't really get in trouble enough for the stuff I actually do. I get more in trouble for the stuff that I didn't do. Famous last words. You know what I mean, though. It's like famous last. I mean, at least if I'm, at least if it's you the sound like I Trump. Do, <laughs> no, well, you know, I didn't really pee on him. I didn't really pee you know, on him. That's that's the one I, everyone honestly, remembers. Honestly, if I was Trump, I'd have been like, yeah, you know what? I, I think if Trump came out and said I had them pee on each other all over <laughs> Obama's bed, his numbers would only have went higher with the with his base. So he's dumb. Uh, anyways, uh, Rick says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles recent comic Last Ronin would make a great animated movie. Did you want to touch on that? Can, really I, can I, Yeah, I'll touch on it. I I like the Last Ronin a lot. It's uh, Kevin Eastman's final turtle story right um and what's great is he did all the roughs he hand drew all the roughs and inked them and, and the series it's drawn well i just wish he drew it mm-hmm. um 
there is they did these re the way I came into Turtles was there was first publishing did these four uh, magazine sized uh, reprints of the turtle stories back in the late 80s um there was four books i still have them and because kevin and them had had all the um the line arts without zipatone like because they did this they don't do zipatone they did this where they, they drew on paper where they would paint it and the dots get come forward with water but they he had they had a way that get rid of that so they had the line separated and they they did painted the, those those issues are painted like it's the yeah. line art with like gouache painting and airbrush and it looks so great. I wish the last Ronin was his lines with that are painted. You know, like if they had got Sinkavich or if they had gotten Lynn Varley, you know, I'm sure she needs work, you know, like some someone out there to come and give it the dark night. Because that's essentially the Turtles. Kevin Eastman's take on the Turtles has always been Frank Miller, you know, and Peter Laird. And Frank Miller and Richard Corbin and Peter Laird is more of the Jack Kirby uh, side. And it's this blend between Jack Kirby and Frank Miller. That's sort of you get, that's how you get the Turtles. And I just think having Kevin's art with the painted backgrounds, you know, hand painted backgrounds would fulfill the dark night, you know, like fulfillment of of all of this, you know. But uh, it is it is a really good story though. It's cool. So this I just want his button working well, when I'm coughing in the mic. Yeah, I didn't hear it. Okay, good. If you, you stopped over as, me. I would have. No, no, you stopped as soon as I coughed. I thought. That shit's working, right? There's a little mute button here, and I'm hoping it's working. So if not, I was about to apologize yeah. to everyone for coughing everybody's faces. Yeah, uh, and if and um, but the last one is great. I don't know if that's um, how do I say it? I don't like. Yeah, if it were an animated series, I just the problem I have right now with most animation that's produced in the states is it's done. Uh, very flatly i don't know how to describe it uh, the the animation on rise of tmnt is really good so there's that you know but it would it would have to have the shadows and all the blacks and the darks put it, it needs it needs a graphic quality at the at the end of the day i feel so as long as mm -hmm. they did that it would be great if it looks like those i'm not a fan of those dc animated films they all look kind of cheap to me everyone loves them i'm like they did like uh, they did I like them they did so, the long I, halloween I like and it, the the storytelling is what that's why i like them yeah, well, they did the long Halloween, and it didn't look like Tim Sale's art, and they mm. did the Dark Knight Returns, and although it looked all right, it didn't have painted backgrounds. It's all digital cheat. I don't know, man. Like it's just, it's yeah, not my thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I, I, just I just like graphicness. For me, that's uh, those work for me because of the tone. You know what I'm saying? Like the Batman films, sure. oftentimes lack the the comic tone, and um, that's where I think I get it. <laughs> but sure. you know. But yeah, they they could they could definitely look better at times, and but some some of them are okay. Uh, if they did that open a big open world or you know TMNT game, I would just pray we would be able to get uh, DLC so I can get the '90s turtle suits. You know, <laughs> just like when the Arkham Knight had the Batman '89 suit, right? Hey, like had the uh, had turtles. <laughs> turtles are coming to Fortnite. I'm Donatello. Right. Don't tell him. I called that Shredder's Revenge. I'm good. Yeah, I beat that. It's pretty good. Yeah, a little bit short. Have you played? Uh, have you played Cartoonapalooza or whatever? There's a fan game that mm. they made. Oh, a, you told me about up. that. It's yeah, and they put everything in. It's got hundreds. Of, it's got Casey. Just got everything. They put all the characters in there. It's a pretty good fan fan game. Yeah, man, I thought I was going to be better. I saw myself tonight laying down some some tracks for the a new song and 
maybe doing the vocals on it tonight or tomorrow, but I don't know what's going to happen now. Damn, this sickness. Sickness that infects us all. The sickness of rebellion. But, um... <laughs> like Mon Mothma's daughter. She's, she's, she rebels. Ties a knot. Ties a knot. Let's do our hair in knots. That would be fun. But anyways... And, uh, then, and then she proceeds to tie cherry... Maricino cherry stems with her mouth, right? Then she could tie him. In. <laughs> what if we get to next season and now she's like a goth girl and she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to do a new face now." You're like, "What? What?" They're all teenagers. <laughs> oh, anyways, so I'm a partisan now. But uh, anything else before we go, Rob? We don't have we done it all. We've done it all, Jason. I think we have. We'll be back tomorrow talking about the Star Wars news. Um. 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday. I will be on the Star Wars podcast. That's going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. And everyone, thank you for hanging out with us. Make sure you subscribe to the show on all the podcast platforms that you like. Like the show there, too. That would help. Uh, That helps. Help us grow the show. And this will always be where we do it live. But, you know, you can't always be on YouTube. So that's that's the uh, solution. And uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow, like I said. Uh, be cool. Like this. Subscribe to everything. Um, and I appreciate the super chats today. And uh, everyone, I hope everyone had a good time with and- with Andor. And next week we finish Andor. So we're at the very end. We're at the steps of the end. And Endor. we will be talking oh, about shit. that. <laughs> the Endor. The Endor is coming. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, Rob. <laughs> It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.